0: Amen. I see everybody's back on, so we're going to jump on in. We're talking today, we just want to welcome to the Philippines. Welcome the Philippines. Welcome Africa. Uh, welcome people that are watching in the U.S. Uh, we are talking about winning a good warfare, and today we're talking about a joyful shout. A joyful shout. And, uh, you know, there's been an attack against many people all across the world. Uh, some of those attacks have been seen. Uh, some of those attacks uh, have been unseen. Many of them have been unseen. Uh, Christians have been feeling the pressure. and uh, But this is not our time to lose. This is our time for victory. Second Corinthians 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, Thanks be unto God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. Thank you, buddy, for sharing that uh That scripture. Uh, There's people that are watching on uh, YouTube. There's people that are watching on Facebook this morning. We want to welcome you. If you're watching, please welcome uh, the U.S., the Philippines, and Africa in the comments. Tell us where you're watching from. We'd love to hear you and share the broadcast, please. And so we're talking about a joyful shout, a victorious shout that we have because of God. And I want to go right now. Let's go to Psalms 126. In verse 1 and 2, we're going to read the whole psalm, starting at verse 1. When the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion, when the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion, we were like those who dream. (laughs) We were like those who dream Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with joyful shouting. Joyful shouting. Then they said among the nations, or among the people, they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. Restore our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Those who sow in tears shall reap with joyful shouting. This is our inheritance of reaping, of joyful shouting. Just put it in the comments right now. My inheritance is a joyful shout of victory. It says, verse six, he who goes to and fro weeping, carrying his bag of seed, shall indeed come again with a shout of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. So you see, for the people of God, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're facing, God has an inheritance of joyful shouting. We need to put faith in who God is. No matter what we see, no matter who we who we have been in our lives, where we've come from, where we're at now, we have a joyful shout on the inside of us. Now, I don't know where you're at, but you could be in your car, you could be in your house, you might be in a, a working at, at work and uh, you don't want to scare the worker next to you, but if you have the opportunity to give God a joyful shout, give him a joyful shout in Jesus' name. Lord, I'm going to harvest a victory of a joyful shout. I will have a joyful shout in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And I love this. We when the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion, you may have felt up until this moment like you have been captive. That that the devil, the world, you've been held captive. Many people have been in lockdown, you have had captive. But the promise of God is he's bringing you to the place of a joyful shout. Glory to God. He's bringing you to that place of a joyful shout. This is our inheritance. And not only that, but when this happens, when God brings us to this place, I want you to see it doesn't just affect us. It doesn't just affect you and me. It affects the people around us, even people that don't believe whatsoever, even people, the people of the world, the nations, Gentiles, non-believers, they will say, look, the Lord has done great things for them. This is the period of time that is in the world right now. Amen. Gina said this, got my shout back. (laughs) This is the period of time that we are in right now that the world has looked around and you've got people who have been looking to the world as their source, but the world is not their source anymore. And and they're saying, look, all of this stuff I trusted, it has failed. And they start looking around for somebody who's got a shout. Who's shouting? Who's got to shout? Why are they shouting? And all of a sudden they come. They see the people of God with a shout on their lips. They see the people of God ready to go forward. They see the people of God with a faith inside of them, a hope, a joyful, confident expectation. Put that in the comments. My hope is joy, joyful, confident expectation. And when the people see that, the Bible says this. that that you need to be prepared to give an answer for the hope that's in you. You need to be prepared to give an answer for the joy that's in you, for the confidence that's in you, for the expectation that's in you. You need to be ready to give an answer, give an account for this. Why? Because when we have a shout, a joyful shout, a hope, a faith, a love inside of us, people are going to say, What is going on with them? And the nations, even non-believers, they're looking for something. And they hear, you know, it's just like being somewhere. And all of a sudden you hear in the distance someone shouting. And and they say, who's that shouting? What's going on over there? And it draws a crowd. God is bringing about a dreamlike state into this world right now. And the people of God are going to get a joyful shout. And the people of the world are going to say, what's that shouting? I got to find out. And they go over there and this will be their testimony according to this book. According to Psalm 126, this will be their testimony. Look, the people of God, I see you, The Lord has done great things for them. But in order to get to that place, you and I have some things to do. We've got to not pay attention to what's been going on in the world, to the attacks of the enemy. We have to take every thought captive. We have to move into the promises of God. And it needs to be sure, no matter what I see or what I feel, I will trust the Lord. There's a scripture I heard earlier this week and it's been sitting on me all week. And it it says this. Listen to this. Think about this. Just walk through the logic of it. Even though the earth is removed, (laughs) even though the earth is removed, I will not fear. Or in other words, I will trust the Lord. Even though the earth is removed, that means if I look out my window and the earth starts to crumble and implode, here's here's what that verse means. I will trust you, Lord. I will trust you. I will trust you. Would you say that that kind of spiritual warfare has been in your heart and mind, Man, that verse challenged me today. That verse challenged me. Is that that verse? Psalm 46, 2. Psalm 46, 2. That verse challenged me because I'm thinking, if I see the earth falling off the end of the horizon over there, Would I have been not fearful and would I have been trusting in God? I would just guess that that would not be my position up until I heard that verse. But that's the confidence that we have in God. Even though the earth be removed, I will have no fear. I will not fear. Even though the earth be removed, I will trust God. This is a beauty beautiful relationship of spiritual warfare between us and a loving father and this is this is the confidence that believers can have when they really come to know God like this this is the confidence that they can have that they can walk on this level of trust and faith and hope that and this is how we wore a spiritual warfare Lord I trust you You know, just real quickly, uh, go to the book of Job and just chapter 1. And I believe it's around, I believe it's around verse 20. I believe it's, I believe it's around 20. Job chapter 1, I'll let you know here in just a second. Yeah, Job chapter 1 and verse 20. Now, most people know the story of Job, but I want, to, I want you to see this. Most people know the story of Job, but a lot of people don't know that the period of time that the book of Job happened, scholars agree that it only was a year to two years. Most people think it was all of Job's life, like the rest of his life. But that is not what happened. This was a quick restoration, and it wasn't just a part-for-part restoration. It was double God imparted to him and he restored Job. And let me just give you this bit of hope. I don't believe personally. It's my belief that you can't have full restoration and have all uh, the horrible feelings of the past. God is a restorer, even of the mind, of the soul. He restores my soul, right? God restores the soul as the mind, will, and emotions. I believe that God... Uh, actually removed all of the horror that had happened in the first part of Job for him because you can't be fully restored without that and when you know the character of God he doesn't just leave you in that place so Job is really in the end very much a victory of how much how good God is and how much God will do in this. And it's such a great thing for us to see that as bad as it happened for Job, God was there to restore him. Do we trust him like that? Or do we just look at the negative? Do we just look at the earth passing away? Or do we look at whose we are? You know, who's we are? We are the Lord's. We are the apple of his eye. Do we look like that and trust him? Now, all these bad things had started to happen to Job. He'd already lost his family, lost his business. Then look at this verse, Job 1 and chapter 20. It says, then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head. And I want you to see, he's saying, I've got some things to do with the Lord. I've got some things to do with the Lord. And then he's, in other words, he started consecrating himself. He said, look, all this bad stuff has happened. Let me move into God. See, this is the warfare that we have to understand. No matter what we see or what we feel or a lockdown or a virus or government this or people stealing that, Lord, let us move into you. Because into you I am kept. I am kept from evil. Every fiery dart will be quenched. Let me move into you. And that's what Job was doing. He started consecrating himself. And he moved into that place. And right here it says, And he fell to the ground and worshipped. Now I want you to see this. Job doesn't know why all this stuff is happening. Uh, Job is a book that was actually, uh, most scholars agree that Job was one of the first things that ever happened on the earth uh, they'll say that the timeline is actually one of the first books that was ever written this is before job had all the ideas about god and the devil it actually looks like job wasn't even aware that the devil was an entity so he didn't know what's going on and look he may have even thought that god did this to them but what was the heart of job because this right here is what happens All of a sudden, Job says, let me consecrate myself and let me go. And even though I've just lost family, I've lost my business, everything, he fell to the ground and he just worshiped God. He's saying, Lord, and and this, just in context, what is he saying? This is a warfare now. This is a warfare. This is a spiritual warfare. All of a sudden, he says, Lord, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know how I got here. I don't know what's going on, but I know this. Lord, I worship you. I worship you. Just put that in the comments right now. Lord, I don't have to know it all, but I know this. I worship you. Lord, I worship you. I worship you, Father. I worship you, Lord. I worship you. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. Lord, I worship you. I praise you. I worship you, Father. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Lord, I worship you. This is what kept Job. When he said, Lord, no matter what I see, even though the earth may be removed, I'll trust you. I will not fear. See, a trust in God and a lack of fear, they equate to each other. I trust you. I will not fear. If I trust you, I'm not fearing. If I'm fearing, I don't trust you. This is our warfare. Lord, I trust you. I trust you. I want to read you, I want to read to you a couple of other psalms. Let's go to Psalms one. Psalms one. We're going to read, I believe, unless the Lord directs me otherwise. Psalms 1, 2, and 3. And I just want to read it to you. Hey, Evangelist Michael, good to see you. Watch this. Psalms 1. How blessed is the man. Who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. You see, if we're going to war a good warfare, and we're going to come out with a joyful shout, if we're going to be like those who dream, who everybody else around us, it looks like they're perishing, but all of a sudden the glory of the Lord is manifested. The victory of God and the triumph of God is manifested in our life. If we're going to be those people, if we're going to be the people like Psalms 126, where the world looks on and says, Look, God, God has done great things for them. If that's gonna be your if that's gonna be your testimony, put hands up in the comments right now. That's gonna be my testimony. If we're going to be those people that God says, hey, that that God says, "I I cannot sit back and let them sit in that place of destruction. I must move on their behalf. We have to be the people that trust in him. If we're going to be the people that the world says, God has done great things for them. The world starts giving praise for God in you. If we're going to be those people and we're going to come out with a joyful shout, we can't go about it the way that the world does. No, this first verse, Psalm 1.1. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners. We got we to do it different. We have to trust in God when everybody else would, would shout at God, and even like Job's wife would cuss God. Job's wife, oh, she was a great support. <laughs> no, she said, curse God and die. We can't be like that. We can't sit back. No, we gotta say, Lord, no matter what I see, no matter what I feel, I trust you. Put that in the comments right now. No matter what I see, no matter what I feel, I trust you. No matter what I see, no matter what I feel, Lord, I trust you in Jesus' name. Verse two, that man, that person, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, He meditates day and night, day and night. He's thinking, Lord, what's your way? He's thinking, Lord, let me do this your way. Lord, what do you say about this? Lord, what's your leading in this moment? Father, I'm in you, and you're in me. I'm abiding in you, Jesus, and Jesus, you're abiding in me. See, this is a warfare, and it's a warfare that even causes you to avoid some battles. But then when you get in the midst of some battles, even more so, Jesus, I abide in you, and you abide in me, and Lord, I I will have a good warfare. I war a good warfare, and that means that I am yours to command. Just like Jesus, he never did anything. But what he saw the father do, and he never said anything, but what he heard the father say, this was a warfare. And what does the Bible say in 1 John 3 He came to destroy the works of the enemy. This was a warfare against that kingdom of darkness. And how did he do it? Lord, whatever you show me to do, I'll do. I will trust you. I trust you. Even in the garden, Jesus saying, look, I don't want to go do this thing. He said, not my will be done, but yours. I trust you. I move with you. Father, I move with you. Lord, I move with you. Just put that in the comments right now. Father, I move with you. Father, I move with you. Father, I move with you. See, that may sound simple. And, and like, okay, Pastor Brian, you're, you're repeating that. I know. I know. Father, I move with you. If we can get this ingrained inside of our mind, uh, renew our mind to this, get this inside and written on our heart, all of a sudden we'll realize, Father, I move with, with you. We'll start to solve so many things. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Father, I move with you. Where you are, there are good things. Where you are not, there are bad things. Where you are, there is joyful shout. There's a joyful shout. But where you're not, there's not a joyful shout. Lord, I stay with you, and I'm covered. I'm within the shadow. I'm under your wings. The devil can't find me. I'm hidden. I'm hidden in you. I'm hidden in you. Father, I move with you. Jesus, I move with you. Jesus, I take you by the hand. Second, I mentioned earlier, 2 Corinthians 2.14. But thanks be unto God, who always leads us to triumph in Christ and manifests. That means he brings about his victory in our lives. He brings it to pass. But he doesn't do it unless we take Jesus by the hand. Jesus, I take you by the hand. I'm I'm led by you. And as I'm led by you, I move and I war a good warfare. And I'll come out with a joyful shout. And I won't won't sit in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners. But whatever my delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law, I meditate day and night. And verse 3, what happened? He will be like a tree firmly planted by the streams of water which yields its fruit in its season, watch this, and its leaf does not wither. There's no withering in my life. Just put that in the comments right now. There will be no withering in my life in the name of Jesus. There will be no withering in my life in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hey, Pastor Derek, good to see you. In whatever he does, he prospers. Psalm 1 verse three whatever he does he prospers so right now there's so many things that are happening in the world and there's so many things that are drawing us and pulling us this way and that it's trying to get us to go this direction or that direction but look we've got to say and many times we've grown up in an atmosphere that even said well god would have you do it this way but yet that's not supported by his word we must go back to the to the word. We must go back to the standard of the word. We must go back to God and say, Lord, what do you want me to do? How can I, how can I serve you, Lord? How can I war a good warfare? How can I abide in Jesus? Jesus, I'm just asking the Holy Spirit to show me what to do. And whatever you show me to do, I'll move it that way. I see people all the time right now, especially during this year in 2020, they're trying to do things the way that they've always done or they're trying to do things the way that men have taught them instead of going back and letting themselves become completely unbiased lord let me throw look let me throw away everything i think i know and lord write it fresh on my heart And whatever you write fresh, I know it will line up with the Word. And if it doesn't line up with the Word, I know it's not you. But Lord, I just present myself. I present all of who I am. I present all of... All of my life, all of my ways, I lay them on the altar. Let the fire of God come and burn it. And if it remains, I'll keep doing it. But if your fire destroys it, I won't do it again another another day of my life. This is warring a good warfare which is what this this meeting is about. This is what I've been asked to talk about. Warring a good warfare. And that warfare is this. Lord, I trust you. I trust you more than what the world's, how the world's taught me to do it. I trust you more than how man's taught me to do it. I trust you more than anything else. I trust you. I trust your word. I trust you to lead me and guide me and to take me to the places that you want me to go. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you. I trust you, just like Job, who didn't know what to do. But here's what he did. He started consecrating himself. He hit his face, and he said, Lord, I trust you. I worship you. I worship you, Lord. Lord, let's just take a minute. Lord, we worship you this morning. We give you the glory. We give you the glory, Lord. We give you the glory. Father, let the glory of the Lord be seen on us. Lord, we will arise and shine in trust, faithfulness, hope, joy, confidence, Lord, in your love, in your love, we will arise and shine. And Father, we will be exactly what this says. We will be a tree firmly planted by the streams of water, Lord, that glory will arise on us. Your light will shine. And then the world will start to say, why are you so hopeful? I want to know. And Lord, we will have a response ready. It is Jesus. It is Jesus. Oh Lord, it is Jesus. It is Jesus. He's my Savior. He's my rock. He is my fortress. He's my strength. He's my hope. He's my joy. He's my love. He's my confidence. He is the firm foundation of our lives, Lord. And we'll have a response. And he'll do the same for you as, as you trust in him. It is Jesus. Just praise him right now. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Amen. Pastor Derek said this, yes, it is a season to increase trust. It is. It is. Glory to God. Look at this. And I want you to see this. He will be like a tree firmly planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. And in whatever he does, he prospers. In whatever he does, he prospers. In whatever he does, he prospers. In whatever, get that, in whatever, in whatever. These are absolutes God's throwing around like this, but he's not throwing them around flippantly. He's not throwing around just some words that aren't going to come to pass. In whatever he does, the person that's planted in the delight of God, in the law of the Lord, the person is planted by the stream of God, by the river of God. And you gotta know, your roots will go deep and it'll tap into the life-giving water of God and you will not dry up. Your leaf will not wither and in whatever you do, you will prosper. Glory to God. He says, look, the wicked are not so, verse four, but they are like chaff which the wind drives away. They are like chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked, will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous. The Lord knows. See, if we want to, if we want to walk righteously, we've got to draw on the Lord to take us step by step by step by step. Step by step. Now, let's go to uh, chapter 3, Psalms 3. Well, no, excuse me. Let's go to chapter 2. Psalms chapter 2. And verse one, see if this fits today. Why are the nations in an uproar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Pastor Derek, I love you so much. Thank you for being, he said, nice praying with you. He's over on Periscope. Nice praying with you this morning. And uh, you you think I need a bigger one? <laughs> I just got this one. Thank you. Listen to this. See if it, see if it uh, ministers to you. See if you recognize this. Psalm chapter two, verse one. <clears throat> Why are the nations in an uproar and the people devising a vain thing or a prideful thing? Hear this. The kings of the earth are the people that are in power. Take their stand and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us tear their fetters apart. And cast away their cord from us. What he's saying right here is there will be a time, and I believe we're in that time right now, where the leaders of the earth are saying, look, we got to do something about this church, about these people that believe God. We got and and not just not just the people that are of God now, but the people who will be of God let us take control. Let us take power. We will set ourselves. We'll set ourselves against God. He's got nothing. They don't think he's real anyway. They don't, or even if they think he's real, they don't think he's got anything. Many times uh, they haven't been seeing that testimony, but they're going to see it in you and me. When we know this and trust us, this is warring a good warfare. He says, listen to what the Lord's response is. I love this. Verse four, Psalms 2, 4. He who sits in the heavens, laughs. (laughs) The Lord scoffs at them. Now, I want you to do this right now. You know, there has been a plan against your life that the devil's tried to pull out. Many of you, God, you God has protected you, but the devil has tried to kill. He tried to kill me so many times. He tried to take me out. And I want you to do right now what the Lord does. When he sees their attack, I want you to just get a laugh on you. Devil, you missed. Swing and a miss. You missed. He who sits and and what are you doing? You're putting on God. You're putting on godliness. You're putting on the things of of the Lord. No, I don't I don't receive your stupid little plan. No, I trust in God. I will not fear even though the earth may be destroyed and be removed. I will not fear. I will trust in God. <laughs> Your plan is not going to work. What if the church all around the globe right now got their laugh on, got their laugh on? You know the devil, he's, a, he's prideful anyway. Even this, what it says, they're devising a prideful, vain thing. You know the devil; he's prideful. What if the church all around the world just started laughing at him? They had nothing. They had nothing. They just started laughing at him. They just started laughing at him. And all of a sudden, what's he, How's he going to respond? Ooh, he'd get mad. He, you know, what would happen? He would show his hand for what he is. He would be seen. You know, instead of going around in all these dark rooms trying to come up with these plans, he would he would vainly try to come out. And fix these laughing Christians. See, this is what happens when we get joy in our heart—a joyful shout. When we get, when we get a trust in the Lord. Oh, I see what you're trying to do, devil. You're trying to wreck the whole thing. Amen. Uh, my wife or somebody put hashtag got my laugh on. He said, "Yeah, I see what you're trying to do." But right now, just laugh, Father. We just praise you, and we laugh at what the devil's trying to do. We we align ourselves with you on the throne. On the seat of power, Lord, we align ourselves on the seat of power. Devil, you ain't got nothing. <laughs> it's not going to work. This is warring a good warfare. This is warring a good warfare. Amen. You know when the Bible says rejoice, and again I say rejoice, that means on purpose. Put joy on. What does joy look like? I'll ask my church a lot of times. What does joy look like? It looks like this. <laughs> It looks like that. Put your joy on again on purpose, like you're putting on the coat. Put that joy on. What? Watch this. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord scoffs at the devil's plans, the leaders of the world who are devising vain and evil things. Verse 5. Then he will speak to them in his anger and terrify them in his fury, saying, But as for me, I have installed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain, I will surely tell of the decree of the Lord. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me. Listen, listen, people of God all over the earth, all around the world, hear what the Lord is saying. Now he said, he said this to Jesus, but you are the body of Christ and you are today the hands and the feet. He says, the Lord says this, ask of me And I will surely give you the nations as your inheritance. I'm talking to some people who will rule the nations today. I'm talking to some people that will rule the nations with the love of God today. It's not a demonic dominion. It's a heavenly dominion, a heavenly subduing with the love of God, bringing about the fruit of God, just like the Garden of Eden, bringing about the blessings of God, no matter where they are, no matter who they are, they're following the Lord. Lord, we ask you today, give us Africa. Lord, in Jesus' name, give us the Philippines. Lord, in the name of Jesus, give us the United States today, specifically those three that are watching today. Lord, give us our nations. Give us Nigeria. Give us Gabon. Give us the nations of Africa. Give us the Philippines, Lord. Give us that whole Pacific region, Lord. Give it to us, Lord. Lord, put it in our hands. Put it under our rule, Lord, and we declare today that you are great and mighty and worthy to be praised. He says, ask of me and I will surely give you the nations as your inheritance and the very ends of the earth as your possession. Verse nine, and you shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall shatter them. Listen, this is what God's about to do to all of his enemies. And we're going to see a great harvest around the world. Are you putting your faith on that? Do you have a joy inside of you about that? Do you have a shout in you over what God's doing right now? He is shaking the earth. And here's the thing, that is devastating to anything that can be shaken. But if you're in Christ and you're walking with him and you're walking in his ways, you can't be shaken. That, that should strengthen you. You should find faith in that and hope and joy. That should strengthen you. I won't be shaken. I won't be shaken. I won't be shaken. No, I won't be shaken. I will stand firm in the Lord. But God's about to shatter His enemies. You will break them with a rod of iron. You'll shatter all these vain plans, these backroom meetings, trying to rule the world, trying to strip people of their wealth. You will shatter them like earthenware. Now, therefore, verse 10, now, therefore, O kings, show discernment. Take warning, O judges of the earth. Worship the Lord with reverence and rejoice with trembling. Do homage to the sun. Worship the sun that he not become angry and you perish in his way. For his wrath may soon be kindled. How blessed are all who take refuge in him. Lord, we take refuge in you today. Lord, we take refuge in you today. Let's quickly go to this last Psalm here, Psalm chapter three and verse one. I want you to see specifically one thing. You know, there are vain plans that are happening all over the earth Even this morning, even right now, there are vain plans to take control, to take power. And God says, look, this is not, this is not my friend. These are my enemies. And I have a plan for that. Psalm 3, verse 1. Oh Lord, how my adversaries have increased. Have you felt like that? Have you felt like, man, this just has not stopped. 2020 has not stopped. But let me tell you, the Lord is shaken. This is a shaking of the Lord. He's bringing all this stuff to the surface. You know, sometimes we'll have some of that, um, you know, some of those snack bags that have a mixture of things. You know, I'm thinking like a trail mix that has M&Ms in it, you know. And I don't don't always want all the other stuff, but I always like the M&M part. And you can shake that thing. And sometimes those M&Ms will rise to the surface. He's shaking. The Lord is shaking the world. He's shaking the world, and all this evil, it's coming up to the surface. Why? So that it can be seen for what it is. So that the people of God can start praying against the enemies of God. The people of God can start declaring, Lord, your will be done on earth as it is in in heaven. Thank you, Father. They can start to take, look, I've got to stand up. I can't sit back and keep taking this. I've got to stand up for the things of God. I've got to be planted in God. I've got to be planted by the river of God's life, giving water. I've got to take nourishment from that. I've got to do this. He says, oh, how my adversaries have increased. Many are rising up against me. Many are saying of my soul, there is no deliverance for him and God. Have you been that person where everybody around you is like, man, I don't know how they're going to make it. See, that's a bad position. That's like a position that nobody wants to be in. But watch what happens even to that person if they will put their trust in God. This is warring a good warfare. Lord, no matter what I see, no matter what I feel, I trust you. I trust you. He says, many are saying of my soul, there's no deliverance for him in God. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, and the one who lifts my head. You, O Lord, just put that in the comments right now. You, O Lord, are a shield about me. You are my glory and the one who lifts my head. You, are, O Lord, are my shield, my glory, the lifter of my head. All praise God. Lord, right now, I just ask that you would start to lift the heads of everybody that's hearing this, everybody that's watching this. Lord, start to lift their heads, lift their heads, Lord. Lift their heads. Lift their heads, Lord. Lift up their face. Lift up their countenance. Lord, lift them up. Draw them up from the darkness. Draw them up from the traps. Draw them up from all of the fiery darts. Draw them up, Lord. Lift their heads and be their shield, and the glory that nothing can penetrate. Right now, Father, I just ask all over the earth that the children of God, that the people of God will start to take on this glory, that nothing, nothing, nothing will penetrate your glory and your shield, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Verse 4, I was crying to the Lord with my voice, and he answered me. From his holy mountain. I lay down and slept. I awoke, for the Lord sustains me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people who have set themselves against me round about. Do you hear this? Oh praise God. The peace of God, Lord, let it flood your people. Let it flood us, Lord. Lord, let us enter into your rest. Today there remains a rest for the people of God. Today, Lord, there remains a rest for the people of God. Today, Father, there remains a rest. Lord, we enter into that rest. Thank you, Lord. We enter into that rest. You just hear that. Listen, let me read these same scriptures again, starting with verse four. Receive this peace of God. Can you feel that? Just as I read them, the peace of God flooded this room. It flooded me. This piece, verse four, I was crying to the Lord with my voice and he answered me from this holy mountain. God's gonna answer you. Just put that in the comments. God's gonna answer me. He's answering you right now. He's answering you right now. You can put that. He's answering me right now. God is answering me right now. Verse five, I lay down and slept. He slept in the middle of his adversaries. He slept in the middle of his adversaries rising. And it goes on to say 10,000 people set, thousands of people set against him. And he's sleeping. Oh, this is some trust. This is a lack of fear. This is a good warfare. I lay down and slept. I awoke. Why? No enemies got me while I slept. No, no, no devil. And that what it shows here too is the lord sustained me even my sleep i got good sleep psalm 127 the lord gives to his beloved even in his sleep amen people saying right now god is answering me right now he is hallelujah he says i lay down and slept i woke for the lord sustains me i will not be afraid of ten thousands of people who set themselves against me round about (laughs) i love this verse seven Psalm 3, 7, Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you have smitten all my enemies on the cheek. You have shattered the teeth of the wicked. Do you have a visual of that? Here's all the wicked people devising all of their vain plans. And the hand of the Lord says, you have made yourself an enemy of my people, and therefore you have made yourself an enemy of me. Who is the person that God will be an enemy to their enemies? The one who finds their trust and their rest in God. Lord, I trust you. I rest in you. I trust you. I rest in you. We become, we start walking in God's ways and we become that tree that's firmly planted This is a warfare. This trust in God, no matter what I see, no matter what I feel, this is a warfare. And God says, do you have this visual? God says, you have made yourself an enemy of my people and therefore you are an enemy of me. I am a covenant God and I will not stand for you coming against me and my people. And he smites, boom, on the cheek. Their teeth shattered. Do you know how hard of a hit that has to be for the teeth to shatter. God says, look, I'm going to take all the, all the strength out of them. I'm going to take all the power out of them. Who they thought they were. Who they thought were coming against you. Were coming against the people of God. God says, I will stand up and I will smite them. I'm, they cannot stand. Why? Because God is a covenant God. You know, anybody can say, Lord, I want to be yours and enter right into the family of God. But if you find someone who's coming against God's people like this. And God's people know how to war a good warfare and enter into God. Listen to what God says again, verse seven. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you have smitten all my enemies on the cheek. You have shattered the teeth of the wicked. Not of the good people, of the wicked. Verse eight, salvation belongs to you, Lord. Your blessing be. Upon your people, your blessing be upon upon your people. I've got about five minutes left, and one of the things that I want to talk to you about real quickly is this: is in Daniel, when you have Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, there's a king that's vain. There, he is vain, and all of a sudden he builds this idol, and it's like 60 cubits high. I think that's something like 90 feet high a golden idol, and every time they hear music, they're supposed to bow down and worship this image of the the king, King Nebuchadnezzar. All of a sudden, he says, if you don't do this, you will die. I'll throw you into the fiery furnace. And basically, these three uh, young men of God say, we will not bow to you. We're going to bow to the Lord. And, And listen, you may throw us in the fiery furnace and our God will save us. But they say, even if he doesn't save us, we will not bow to you. We trust him. Hear that. That's the key. Lord, we trust you. This is the good warfare. And it will bring us to the place of a joyful shout. A joyful shout. And so, of course, many of you know the story. The king is furious. I mean, the king is furious. He says, stoke the fire seven times hotter. Take that fire up seven times hotter. And then it says he got his valiant men, his strong men, and he says, throw them into the fire. Listen, they bound them up. They put, they, they wrapped them up. They threw them into the fire. The men who threw them into the fire instantly died because the fire was so hot. All of a sudden, these three men of God who said, Lord, I trust you. In you, I trust. They went into the fire. The only thing that got burnt was their bondages. Their bondages were the only thing. They they were thrown in bound, but the fire, that all of a sudden, there was another fire inside the fire, a fire in the fire. There was a fourth man, Jesus, the Son of God, the fire of God, and all of a sudden, that fire will set you free. And all of their bondages came free. And King Nebuchadnezzar said this, he said, didn't I throw in three men? (laughs) Didn't I throw in three men? But I see four. And the fourth one looks like a god, because it was. And they brought them out of the fire. They didn't even smell like smoke. I'm telling you right now, and I'm prophesying for those who will hear it, for those who will receive it, receive it, you will come out of 2020 and you will be the head and not the tail. You will not have bondage anymore and you won't even smell like smoke. At the end of 2020, if you'll take this in by faith, you'll walk out of 2020 and, you, and people will say, look at what great things God has done for them. And they'll say, you don't even look like you went through 2020. You're more blessed than you've ever been. You're more blessed than you've ever been. Is that your testimony? Do you receive that? Put that in the comments. Lord, I receive. I will not even come out smelling like smoke. I will come out of 2020 with no smell of smoke. And here's what happened to Nebuchadnezzar. This was smart on his behalf. All of a sudden, he started praising God. And this, he made the decree right then, hey, these guys, these boys, God, is the real God. And if anybody doesn't worship them, they're going to die. Nebuchadnezzar made a smart decision. Otherwise, he was putting himself up to about be laid out himself. And these guys were raised up as leaders in there. And it says, even the heathen, even the, even the Gentiles, even the nations will say what great things God has done. Psalm 126, as we finish up today. When the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion, we were like those who dream. I'm saying right now, you are going to be like the ones who dream. You will be like the ones who dream. Your mouth was filled with laughter. Glory to God. Look what God did in 2020. While the world around us perished, God upheld us. Glory to God. We are his. All glory go to the Father. Hallelujah. God, you're so awesome. Look at what great things you've done. Our mouth was filled with laughter, our tongue with joyful shouting. Then they said among the nations, among all the people of the earth, the Lord has done great things for them. That's your testimony. The Lord has done great things for you. That's happening right now, whether you can see it or not. If you are in in the Lord and going after him right now, the Lord is doing great things for you, and we are glad. Restore our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Those who sow in tears shall reap with joyful shouting. He who goes to and fro weeping, carrying his bag of seed, like I'm trying to get something to work, but it's not been working shall indeed come again with a shout of joy, bringing him his sheaves with him. Bring it in, bring it in, the harvest with him. Glory to God. In other words, this guy who's sowing, at first he doesn't even know if it's going to take because it just looks so crazy in the world. He says he'll come out with a joyful shout and he'll have his harvest with him. Glory to God. Just put that in the comments as we're finishing up. Lord, you're doing great things for me. I will sow, and I will come out with a joyful shout and a harvest. Just put that. I'll come out with a shout, a joyful shout, and a harvest. I'll come out with a joyful shout and a harvest. In Jesus' name. Father, I just ask right now that you would just bless every person. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. We praise you. We worship you. We give you all of the glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, I know that for those that are watching on at the streams with Africa and the Philippines, you may be dropping off at this moment. Uh, for anybody else, we're just going to wrap up here. I see that several people uh, made some donations even while we were doing this. I just pray right now that everybody who gave, Lord, let it be pressed down, shaken together, and running over. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father, for their heart to give. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Lord, bring us out in a joyful shout. Bring us out in your peace we praise you we worship you and we give you the glory and the honor and we thank you father for it in jesus name thank you all so much for joining us today just share the stream and uh, we praise god for you and we're excited to see the in report that's working right now. I'm right now, I'm already hearing testimonies of people whose lives are going up, even in the midst of this crazy year that's been 2020. Why? Because God is with you, and because you're trusting in God. You're coming out with a joyful shout in Jesus' name. Put that in the comments as the last thing. I'm coming out with a joyful shout. Hallelujah. We love you. Father, just bless them. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. We praise you and we worship you. Amen, amen. We'll see you next time. Love you so very much. Bye-bye.